0: The big lottery tonight. Get your lucky charms out, you know, huh? I, I Two and, say, and a half percent chance for the Pistons. I
1: will say, Mike three. Uh, Mike tried to present it in a way, you know, to basically say, is this like a must watch type of thing? You know, this is a huge thing. If if it's the Pistons, a must win
0: lottery. <laughs> if they're somehow,
1: yeah, able to get into the top three, it could potentially have a huge, you know, role in the Pistons being a factor in the East. If they don't get it, which oh, let's be real, they probably the won't. Luck. They're screwed for another five years, and there's really no even less hope than there already was before. So,
0: what about the 0.7 percent chance of getting the number one pick? Yeah, I mean the Cavaliers have beaten those odds two or three times, I right? I just can't. I just can't do it.
1: It's, it's just, not going to happen. It's not, that's the problem. You know, I know. It, if it does, we can react to it. Yeah. I just I can't even entertain the idea. Like no. I heard. Uh, uh, Doug and Gator doing... Crash uh, and Crock. Yep. Yeah, there's this like website where you can refresh it and, and they do NBA draft simulations. lottery yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah, there it is. Awesome, yeah. I can't even allow myself to enjoy it. Yeah. I really can't. If it happens, okay. Now, uh,
0: Bogey, and we we brought this up uh, briefly there in the crosswalk. You were really put through the ringer today. No, The Valenny kid put you in the meat grinder and chewed you out, but there was good feedback about uh, you much, and, and, and also yeah. me, because I'm in charge of ruining you, <laughs> as apparently the big-headed kid said when he called in. Now, I can continue to try to ruin you or try to fix you or just leave you as you are.
1: Uh, you know... <sighs> I can adjust, I think a little bit. Okay. You know, okay. I'd all right. You'd be, uh, be a little more open-minded to um, other opinions there and thoughts go. and things of that nature. I oh, you know what the hell with that. I'll no. just be myself.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I think oh, I'm fine. No. Oh, we tried. Oh, we tried.
1: <laughs> if anything, you know, I'm going to see a chiropractor tomorrow. If anything, I figured out why I've been having such back problems. It's because I've been carrying around this weight that I got. It's called Whoa, this... No. This wojo on my back that I carry around every night at 6 o'clock. That's no, been the problem. No, you've been carrying around an attitude. <laughs> a chip That's is right. what you've you know been what? carrying. I, I do have a chip on my shoulder. Damn it, because I expect a lot out of this show. I expect a lot out of this station. And I want us to do a
0: quality show and really get our opinions out there and have some fun along the way. Okay, good. Yes. That's the way we do it. And speaking of backs... You're back, and Miggy's back. <laughs> Is that literally the back. Miggy's back hurts because he's been carrying around a
1: sack of $30 million a year all the time.
0: And carrying around a team as well for nine years or whatever. So he did speak today before the game yes. in a, a, a media scrum and had some interesting things to say. And I, we will talk to the uh, the listeners, too, at 248-539-9797, ticket text 97136. Because I must admit, I've always thought all these years of covering Miguel Cabrera that he really did kind of have an issue with the media because the media, you know, was often probing negative questions. And when you'd be injured, he didn't want to talk about it. And they never met the highest expectations all those years and that. But I mean, he's gone after me a couple of times. I remember one time I asked, it was maybe two or three years ago when they were just starting to slip and they were like five or six games behind the Indians with like a month ago. And I asked "Do you guys feel like that's not too much ground to make up. And he really took offense to it. He goes, of course it's why would you think it's too much? Like, of course it's. And and, and I remember thinking, God, he whatever. I, I, I don't care. We ask questions, but he's always had that edge with the media. I didn't think that many times he has shown that edge towards the fans. But now he is really frustrated. You can tell that he has he was eligible, eligible to come off the disabled list Monday is not ready to come back from the hamstring thing that led to a back thing and everything else. Let me just read the quote real quick and then uh, and then you can uh, respond there Bogey. He Beautiful. said um I went through a lot last year, and I don't want to do the same. Nobody appreciates when you play hurt. I'm going to take my time and play when I am good. I played a lot of years hurt here in Detroit. They, and then this is Chris McCoskey from the Detroit News, put in parentheses, fans. He didn't say fans, but that was the assumption. They, fans, don't appreciate that. When you're doing bad, they crush you. They crush you. They say you're bad. They say you should go home. You don't deserve anything. You're old. So I say, okay, I'm done playing Hurt, and now I'm going to take my time. I think, just knowing Miguel Cabrera, I think that began as a statement of man, I've played Hurt all those years and it probably built up into a little bit of a feisty angry response. And I'm just wondering if fans get that, or are they like screw it. No, we're allowed to be angry if you even if you played hurt last year. What do you think of that?
1: The phone number is 248-539-9797. Now first of all, I just want to say uh, unequivocally, I mean I've never said a bad thing about Miguel Cabrera in my entire career. Um, I probably
0: listen to you. I, I come you on the started air. This. I,
1: I I don't critique him. I I let him off the hook all the time and um you know, I, I think he's a great guy, and a great warrior for this Tigers team, so I I hate the fact that he's getting criticized like this. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's me, actually. That's a good point. Yeah, (laughs) he he probably loves you quite a bit. No, to me, you just, you don't do this. And and if he is actually getting mad at the media, that's fine. But the way that this is going to be perceived is that he's talking about the fans. And it is that he's talking about the people that are making, let's be real, less than what he makes in at-bat, you know, that are paying money to go watch him play or watch this team play. But I do think that he makes a good point in the sense that he should have done this years ago. Why yes. is he ever as you start to get older, it becomes and you can relate to this. You're very old.
0: Hey, you start, you
1: start it, the recovery time. OK, ends up being a lot more difficult, right? Like if you tweak your back or, you know, hip or whatever, it's going to take you longer to potentially get back out there as Miguel Cabrera's career has gone on. And because he's such a big individual, I think the injuries have really started to take a bigger toll on him. And I've said for a long time, why are you trying to rush back? Why are you just saying, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Even though we know you're clearly injured. Oh, absolutely. It would
0: have helped this franchise had
1: he just sat out like he's going to do apparently okay, right now.
0: But I don't let the franchise off the hook there. Two things. Number one, and and maybe this goes back to Osmus not having a firm... I wondered a few times the last 2 or 3 years why didn't they just tell him to sit down, right? A few times. That's number 1 that I do think it once again goes to Osmus letting them just handle things themselves. And number 2, it goes to there were until midway through last year there were always expectations and I think he felt the pressure to to play to try to deliver and whether it was being put on him or self put on him or whatever, but he felt the pressure. So I laud that he tried to play through it, but you're right. But the second half of last season, he couldn't, he had no power whatsoever. He thought he was doing the right thing. And now he's admitting that I got killed for it. I looked terrible. He's probably embarrassed how bad his numbers were last year. And he's saying he's not going to do that anymore. And he shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah.
1: And just for comparative purposes, I think this is an interesting dynamic because you have two guys that make roughly the same amount of money. You know, every single year, the franchise pillars are going to be around forever. You know, in their prime years, look at Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is quite possibly the most. Talked about divisive, you know, athlete right now here in the city of Detroit. Is that fair? Takes as much criticism as he does, you know, takes some praise potentially from people out there that think, well, he's the greatest quarterback the Lions have ever had. When have you heard Matthew Stafford lash out about the way that he's treated by media or the way that he's treated by fans? He doesn't. No, he doesn't. At all. Not to mention, he's a very tough individual who's played through a lot of different injuries, never makes excuses, never wants to talk about it, never wants to point things out like that. To me, that's the way... That you handle things. What Miguel okay. Cabrera is doing here now and the way it's going to be interpreted, that's the opposite of what you want to do because okay. you're playing in a perfect world, you're right. In a bad you're spot. right.
0: But you're also, we also ask these guys when we ask them questions, we ask them we're hoping they're being honest, you know, and, and and just like many people say, why even talk? to?" Them? They're just going to give you, oh, no, I'm fine. Uh, so it did sort of percolated with him today. Again, no, it's not going to play well necessarily with fans. But he's being damn honest, and he's trying to explain why he's eligible to come off the disabled list, and he's not ready to go. And I think that's what he's trying to do, is explain, listen, maybe in years past I would have, but I can't. Now, I, I, you saw, I mean, he's, he didn't say this, but the thought bubble, you saw what happened when I tried to play Hurt last year.
1: Well, and let's be real, at this point... Does anyone really care if he is out there playing no, through it's an injury? I mean it now. just doesn't matter. It's yeah. totally different. He can take the time now. Now, When they start making a push here in July and they're in first place by a few games, they better be out there playing again, though, because fans want to
0: stick now with Nico Goodrum <laughs> out there. Come on, he's the future, right? Four eight
1: five three wow. nine ninety seven ninety seven. Can barely speak. Uh, ticket text, of course, is at nine seven one three six. We'll read you the Miguel Cabrera comments once again. Just curious if they bother you. If it does. It kind of affector or maybe you have a little bit of empathy for the guy who has played through a lot of injuries because the expectations were there. It's Bogey and Wojo. We'll get to some phone calls coming up. 97.1. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?